Hello, this is Hope Lavelle. I want to thank you for listening to the Misfits of Alceta. You can also watch us live every Wednesday from 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific time on twitch.tv slash that's how we roll underscore. Now, please settle in and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to That's How We Roll channel. Tonight, Misfits of Alceta. Happy Fourth of July! This is a D&D 5e game, and all the players around this virtual table are playing level 9 characters. And before we get to know them, we're going over to Jacob for an announcement. What? Hey everybody, Jacob here. Uh, so listen, well, I'll tell you a small tale of a little game called Idol Champions. You see, it does its little thing where like really cute characters that you may or may not know, uh, like a character uh, named Penelope that Hope played like some time ago or whatever. But like, if you were paying attention, it's really cool. You should go watch it and stuff. Um, and other really, really cool people as well. And like Baldur's Gate 3 characters. And that's really awesome as well. Um, so you should make sure to go and play that game. It's really cool. And also you can get like a free like chess thingy from us. You're welcome. It's a, it, you can put in the thing. It's the thing is this, wait for it, wait for it. You ready? It's like a Pokemon, Koss Gory Wart. Koss Gory Wart. That's like the a second, squirrel. like, it's like the, it's like, the, you know, it's after Blastoise. It's like the fourth level of Squirtle. So you get it. Um, so, um, and uh, so yeah, you should, you should totally do that and stuff and cool. Okay. And also I guess because typically Lee also does his own intro here at this point. So I will also do the same because Injury's as me. usual, I'm Lee Goldberg. <laughs> I do pancake art. I use him pronouns. No, Lee, why don't you go ahead? Since you, you, you spoke up, go ahead, buddy. All right. Hi. Uh, Jacob was just giving me uh, uh, a little bit more time to to ramp up. I'm still a little sick, but I'm still Lee Goldberg at Goldberg337 on all the socials, and I'm a pancake artist. So if you've seen TTRPG pancakes and thought, wow, that's cool, you're welcome. Uh, also, here in our game, I play a Circle of Stars druid named David, and uh, he's got a new subclass, but he's still... B-shape ass. He's not good at it. Tried to make it rhyme and yes, it worked, sorry. but it didn't that's, really work either. That's a B-shape announcement. Yeah, it was a nightmare. Uh, next. But so typically, uh, one April Reagan is number two, uh, but it's me now um, because April 2nd, we love her and she's uh, hopefully having naps and lots of, of cat cuddles. Um, so mwah, April, love you. Um, but yeah, I'm still Jacob Plick, to Joaquin Jacob all over the internet, he, him pronouns, as per usual, playing Kodotar. He's a Gisera Horizon Walker Ranger, also he, him. And he's probably still yelling head regimen right now. Let's find out. Hey, it's me. I'm Daniel, I'm Daniel Denova. You will know me from this, that this, 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 that we do right now, as well as, of course, uh, you can find me online, I do illustration, I do voice acting for video games and animation, um, and I play uh, Sanleon, the vampire rogue barbarian, um, who is um, at odds with Reginald uh, in terms of certain... Odds? Yes. Yes, I'm at odds with Reginald. Imagine that. Uh, Isn't everyone? Weird. <laughs> to, to I wouldn't know anything about that. It's crazy. Um, otherwise, <laughs> yes. 
you can find San Leon kind of in a corner in their own little world. Here. <laughs> uh, and then that's me. I'm Danny. Hello. You can find me on the internet at Bitterthorn. And uh, I uh, play Silva, the party's <clears throat> Fire Genasi warlock, pact of the... <laughs> whatever that one Talisman? thing is. You've I already revealed it before. <laughs> I know. I started saying chain. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> um, I'm like Reginald's like bestie. Mm. so there's uh. nothing wrong here <laughs> that's me friend that laugh dead <laughs> Best laugh. And reginald knows so much about you oh man like your magic <laughs> yes i know so much about my magic <laughs> just as much as reginald does <laughs> just ask those crayons <laughs> uh, i love you all that's me love you too um hello i am damien uh coming to you live from melbourne australia where it is quite warm here not too warm um i feel like i'm giving the weather report <laughs> so i am playing i am he pronouns i am playing reginald Bellagamba, everybody's favorite eladrin fighter slash paladin ish yay level, level one paladin yes um and I'll do the acknowledgement of Indigenous people now. I begin today by acknowledging the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional custodians of the land on which I am playing from today, and pay my respects to the elders past and present. Uh, we have Daniel from the land of the Maori people, Aotearoa. And we have people from North America, from the lands of the Fenonino, Tirafium, Huhukum, Tumukua Creek, and Cherokee. And we pay our respects to Indigenous peoples all over the world. Hope. And I am Hope Lavelle, your dungeon master for the night. Uh, you can watch me on Children of Erte every Tuesday on the Demi Planet RPG channel, where I play an 80 year old adventuring grandmother. Um, it's a really fun show. Come check it out if you haven't. Anyways, so uh, with all of that said, pretty sure I'm not missing anything. Let's roll our trailer and get started. Hope so. Okay, a recap. Um, <clears throat> last time, you guys were able to create the eye of a crystal dragon, a synthetic one, using David's book. Um, you guys then went to the library in Limbo where Makiak set you up with a book that said Sendrian or it was the Feywild and there were stories of Sendrian, myths, legends, all that sort of thing. And it was a port key. 
and you guys all opened a portal within this book that then took you to the other side of it and you found yourselves in Feywild, in Sendriane. And the book now read Myths and Tales of Limbo. And Kotatar decided to keep that book. Um, you guys found yourselves in a scriptorium full of books that have rotted away through time. Uh, the pages have worn away, the words have worn away, everything, the building had worn away. Uh, plants and the forest had started to overgrow and take over the land that was once its. And you guys found yourselves fighting off spiders that seemed to have also taken over the land of Sendrian. The Sendrian used to be a very big and beautiful city the biggest city for the Eladrin in all of the Feywild. And now it is just a shell of its once foremost, former self. It is a ghost town. Nothing remains. And you guys made your way through and <laughs> and you guys found, uh, you talked with the plants of Sundriane and made a deal with them for safe passage. You followed the eye of the crystal dragon which sent out a laser pointer line of magic to the direction that you guys needed to go to get to Elevale. You followed it and you found yourselves at a sanctum. A large building that once again looked like it was slowly deteriorating. Vines and things grew up on the side and the doors were wide open but it was dark inside and after some shenanigans, you all entered and you found yourselves in a giant open room with a dome ceiling. And there are mirrors lining, different mirrors. Probably each mirror is about two feet by six feet or let's say three feet by six feet tall. And they just line the walls of this circular room. And then you look a level up and it lines and level up. So three stories up are these lines of mirrors on the wall. And on the very top uh, on the ceiling is one large circular mirror. And that's pretty much where we got uh, with Reginald telling everyone to go look at the mirror at the very top of the building. Um, and that is where we start. What would you guys like to do? Okay, stand back everyone. I'm just gonna check out the mirrors. Well, currently you have Nira and David flying up to the big mirror you told us to go to. Yes. And uh, that's what's currently happening. also running up as well. Mm -hmm. so it seems like check... everyone except for Kochitar and Reginald, I think, are going. So I will check and out so... the mirrors on the ground floor and then wait to see, wait to hear the report from David and Nira. Okay, I'll even say uh, Silva was also flying up and I believe San was walking up. Is that correct? Yes, I have to use my feet. <laughs> <laughs> when you all get to this large mirror at the very top, Roll investigation checks. Very well. I can get those sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I've got a plus one. 
Can I cast guidance on myself? Oh, that's actually already, pretty good. I already rolled. I already rolled. Okay. <laughs> what did we get? Eleven. Eleven? Double digits. Let's a, go. I got a plus one for eighteen. Eighteen? Silva? I got a nine. Alright, so you guys are all looking at this mirror. Um and okay. San Leon, you're standing on top of the building, or kind of on, on the ceiling, so you're kind of draped downwards, and you're like looking at it from a different vantage point, and this mirror is cloudy. You cannot see your reflections. Can I normally not see my reflections, or is this... I think we decided you could from episode one. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that question's gonna come up again and again and again. Yeah. Yep, we're this gonna isn't the second time. I, I yeah, asked that yeah last I agree. Week. Yep. <laughs> I, I just um, kind of like look up, I guess, uh, at everyone standing on the ground, um, and just gonna go. You know, this mirror here is cloudy. Like you can't actually see. Your can you hear me? And Reginald said, uh, three stories, so, you know, not, you know, what is that, 30, we'll say about 50, 60 feet at most. Okay. Um, <laughs> recognizing <laughs> the fact that he, like, just cast past without a trace, just, like, yelled at Reginald for, for splitting the party up, and then fucking Celion's like, do you hear me? <laughs> I say... He just kind of sighs and, he, and just like does like a really like shitty thumbs up. <laughs> uh, Reginald, you're, you're looking at the mirrors on the bottom floor. Go ahead and give me an investigation check. Uh, Kotatar, if you'd like to as well, let me know. Sure. Nat one. Bye. <clears throat> Reginald all of these mirrors look identical, and you cannot see anything about them. Jacob? 22. These mirrors are cloudy. You do not see your own reflection. With a 22, I will say that you start to examine the frame of the mirrors, and you kind of looking around, looking at the bottom, and you notice there's a little bit of a space behind each mirror. And each mirror is on a hinge. Kotita, what do I see? <laughs> um, he'll, like, wave a hand at, at Reginald, cast Mage Hand, and then uh, use the Mage Hand to uh, pull on the uh, the sort of the edge there. All right, so you pick a mirror uh, and yeah, just the first one you, that's near, nearby. You use your mage hand and you kind of place your hand on the bottom two thirds of one of the mirrors where the hinges are in the center mm -hmm. uh, behind the mirror, and you kind of pull on it, and you notice that the mirror does tilt. And face now, instead of looking straight at it, it tilts and looks at a diagonal upwards. You see this on the other mirrors? You speaking to me? 
Yep. You're the only one here. <laughs> oh, that's right. And then we're there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with an out one, I probably didn't see my own feet. But <laughs> uh, I will. Points them out to you. You notice that, yes, every mirror here has is on hinges. Every mirror here is on hinges. <laughs> David will call from up top. Hey, have you guys noticed that these mirrors seem to be on hinges? <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. I say, are they really? I dismiss Pass Without a Trace because it's fucking useless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Silva is knocking on one of the mirrors. Are you knocking on the top mirror or on a, on a side mirror? I was imagining in my head, like, you said there's three heights of them, so like three, the middle three one. Stories, yeah, three stories, yeah. Three stories, so like the second story and like sure. around the top, down the edge. Yeah, they feel very solid. How, how, how does it have, how does it have hinges? I don't see anything. Oh, you do see hinges on them as well, sorry. Oh. The build of them is very solid, but they do have hinges on the back that you can easily tilt the mirrors to face downward or upward oh. about 15 to 45 degrees does it this look feels... like oh sorry oh no you're fine i was i was gonna say this kind of reminds me of a toy that uh reginald and i played with when we were younger where you you have this like tube and you put mirrors in it and it it kind of makes a a long distance thingy to see around corners and stuff like that um i don't really understand the purpose of these hinges but maybe it's something like that well maybe uh that's a really good point does it look like these mirrors like when they're tilted have like a trajectory where they hit different mirrors like does it seem like you could just move them all around or does it seem like this mirror kind of aims to this mirror which aims to this mirror like does it look like they bounce like bounce off yep that's exactly what i'm thinking too give me an investigation check david i will give myself guidance haha -ha! Ha -ha! you remember i'll ask you a delicate question uh 16. uh you go to examine one of the mirrors and you do notice that yes it hinges but also with just a little bit of a tug you notice that they can turn probably another a 30 degrees each way and yes you're getting the idea that these mirrors can point to other mirrors if we can produce a light strong enough to hit the like a bottom first mirror it might be able to bounce off other mirrors and hit the top mirror and that that might be uh i don't know a thing this isn't really my might we need to get all of them to do that like all the bottom ones to the light to then cascade upwards to the one at the top the, this one below my feet fuck upside down well first Let's see what happens if we make sure that one here on the bottom matches up with one on the other side. Good see if point. that changes anything first. And um, and he'll cut a point uh, original to the other side. Grab that one and make sure that they are identical. 
with where I'm pointing. I'm on it. All right, uh, Kotatar. So tell me exactly how you're. What exactly you pick a mirror, and your, a mirror. your your plan is to tilt it to point at a mirror up on the second level. N- not yet. Um, okay. f- start on the first level. Okay. And then if that doesn't do anything, then we'll sort of escalate to that. Sure. Uh, so you there's... point you point one of the mirrors at let's say the one that Reginald has set. So now those mirrors are looking exactly at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they face each other, but nothing happens. Okay. I produce a lant my lantern and hold it up to the mirror and see what happens. See if it reflects. You notice that when you hold lantern light to the mirror, it is not reflected. Normal light doesn't work. Firework? Silva, you put fire, you do a little produce flame, and you put it up to the mirror, and even though this is magical fire, it's still not being reflected. Okay, magical light doesn't work either. What are you doing down there? <laughs> um, right before San Leon says that, um, I think I would I would know that based off of my... Uh, Torch uh, um, uh, conflict 101 uh, last game, um, but and as like uh, as it like since that didn't work, he'll sort of pan it like up towards where uh, where Silva's um, produce flame is. Okay, so yeah, Silva is on the second level, and you can get the mirror to just make it to that angle of where she is. Um, you don't see anything in the mirror that you have just moved, so it's still cloudy. Do I have a... Can we see the ceiling mirror from down below? Is it, like, right yeah. above us? Yeah, it's, like, straight up in the middle of the dome. Can I drag a mirror across and then tilt it to face the ceiling mirror? Um. So, yeah, if you want to try, these, these mirrors are hinged to the wall. So if you want to take a strength check to try to pull it off of the wall, you're going to have to break it. I can do that. I will. Are you trying to break the mirror? I wouldn't do that if I were you. Just trying to think outside the box, San Leon. You're trying to break the box. It seems like a puzzle that's meant to be very much done inside the metaphorical box. Well, we're not getting anywhere with anywhere with the box way. Maybe we should go outside the box. Um, um, I'm gonna come down. Okay. Think of the mirror themselves. The uh, what does the cloudiness feel like? Like when you you touch it, does it feel like the consistency of a mirror? You feel a mirror. It feels just like a mirror. It's cold. It's smooth. And the cloud, when you begin to to like touch the mirror, you realize that it's not the mirror that it's. Cloudy. It's not like a frosted mirror. It's cloudy on the inside. Like, there's just swirls, slowly swirling clouds inside the mirror. I use my detect parole ability. You detect the remnants of a portal. You don't get a full portal here, but there is a portal. Do you know exactly where it is when you do this, or you just know that it's within the area? Oh, uh, let's verify that the writing on that right now. 
I detect the distance and direction to the closest planar portal within a mile of me. The portal remnants are 60 feet directly above you. The big mirror. The ceiling. Why are you looking up at me? Sort of. That mirror, at least at some point, was a portal somewhere. Oh, this else. one? Oh, interesting. Um, you've been trying lights, yes? Uh, what if... Yes. Hold on, I know it's a broken record or mirror in this case, but um, he pulls out uh, the sunblade just because it's a different type of light. Sure. Because it's radiant light. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to... Just like a cross, just to see if anything happens. Your sunblade lights up and fills a pretty good space amount amount of space, but it's not bouncing off of the mirrors. Light in general. Hmm. I don't know. How about uh, David or Silver? I'm going up to the ceiling mirror if we can and see if you can put your hand through it. See if it's still in a working portal. Well, San Leon's still up there. Oh, San Leon. Yeah. Hello. I'm down here. I'm down here now. <laughs> oh, San Leon. Sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, there you are, San Leon. Oh, yes. You're not wearing wearing much colors today. Okay. When am I ever wearing colors, Reginald? <laughs> he gives you a wink. San, try to put your hand through the mirror. Um, forcibly or... No. Just gently. No? Alright. He kneels yet. down. Forcibly. It's weird yeah. kneeling down on the ceiling. Yeah. Um, and just kind of like uh, puts just as part, the palm of his hand onto the mirror. Uh, yeah, it feels solid. It feels cold. It feels smooth. Oh, God, oh, it's just a mirror. Don't worry. <laughs> so not, so a por- not a portal then. Doesn't work. No, no, I'm afraid not. On this bottom yet. mirror, uh, I'll put my hand uh, on the mirror, and like, if I move my hand around, does it look like any of the fog is like moving, like reacting to my skin if I touch it? Like, does it seem like it moves yeah. the fog uh, at all? Good oh, question. Uh, no. It feels no. very, you're very detached from the fog that's on the other okay. side. About like other things, starlight, darkness. Thinking, You're thinking of the box. other things that could reflect. Yeah, I mean, I could produce moonlight, but it's aggressive moonlight. It's not. I don't want to break it just to see if it works. <laughs> Is there yeah, any like I mean, drawings on the ground or anything like that? It's odd. Yeah. Something so specific to be no. here, and then like yeah. nothing else. Yeah. Absolutely, great fun. idea. Um, give me an investigation check, Kotatar. I will guide you in your search. I'm loving being guided. <laughs> um, fifteen, nineteen. You're walking around this room, and you're taking it in, trying to make sense of it, and your foot brushes the ground, and you realize that hundreds of years have gone by there's been a dust or dirt that has settled uh and as you scrape your foot you do unveil a carvings and you brush them away and you see in the center of a room 
picture of an eye with little beams coming out of it. I will take out the gotcha. eye. Mm-hmm. Does the eye want to look at this puzzle? Party? <laughs> yeah. The eye of a crystal dragon does appear and, like it has before, produces a little purple uh, laser amount of uh, light magic of some sort. And it's pointing straight whichever direction you're holding the book. Uh, I'll have it face the... Try to look at a mirror. Yes. Oh, wait, so the eye that I'm holding is looking at Jacob's book? No, no, no. You, remember, your your eye is stuck in your book. Right. The, the, oh, the right. crystal dragon eye is inside I the book. I forgot that, that I had to... Yeah, so I hold the book. Yep. And I will kind of yeah. aim it to the mirror that uh, Kodatar aimed towards a second story mirror. So you start to move the eye across all of the different mirrors on level one, and it doesn't stick to any of them. It's not being reflected by any of them. But then when it gets to the one that Kotatar had adjusted, it reflects and it bounces into the second level. And as it does, it becomes a little stronger. Silva! Uh, yeah. Okay, see where this one is aiming at? The mirror that's yeah. up there? Okay, can you angle that second floor mirror to a third floor mirror until it starts to react like this one is? All right, and I will try to do so. You angle this mirror straight up to the third level and it reflects off and gets even thicker, but it hits a mirror and dissipates. This mirror is cloudy and does not reflect it. Hmm. Can you aim uh, it the towards the ceiling? Story? Sorry, everybody talked at once. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, are, are there how many stories? There... Go ahead. Sorry, Silva, you go so ahead. How, how many stories are there? Stories? There's three, and then the ceiling. Okay. Um, are there mirrors that are cloudier than others? Like some that would reflect and some that wouldn't? They all seem to be pretty uniform. Mm. Now, you had the bottom one tilt straight up, and it hit one that tilts and then you tilted the one on the second level straight up give me sand a... oh. oh go ahead yes sand. Right. sand can you go to the third floor and start angling that one until hopefully this light bounces off of it into the the uh larger mirror i think i can do that yes hold on um and turn me on walks across the ceiling down toward one of the mirrors and goes so I just, just with my hands, I can just move it, yes? It's on a hinge. We've been talking about okay. hinges for the last... <laughs> I can't hit you. sound like mumbles unless you're actually yelling. And then I start moving the mirror. Uh, so All right, now which can... mirror are you moving? The, uh, one... the one that... So yeah. the one that the light was hitting but not reflecting? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you hinge that to look towards the ceiling. Um, mm -hmm. 
nothing happens. Okay, Silva, know. you might you might want to see if you can make it bounce onto a different mirror and see if you can catch a reflection on any of them. Sand, pay attention because we'll need that one. If Silva. I cannot get All it right. to angle to another third story one, I will angle it towards the second story one to try to angle that one up to the third. Very good. Silva, you tilt your mirror back down to a second level and on this second level the mirror across from this second level mirror then bounces up to the third level once again but this time the, the beam is even thicker oh damn that's thick it's all about <laughs> the angles here we go uh is there uh more that we need to do before it like hits you're on the third need? level and it hits but the now the beam is just going straight across on the third level because it has not been tilted yet. I jog over to that mirror and then go, all right, I think I get it. And I'm, I'm, I angle that one so that it's firing up towards the, uh, the mirror on the ceiling. And at this point, you can almost hear that this laser has a, has a hum to it as it gets stronger and stronger. And as it hits this th- the, on the third mirror, and as you tilt it up, this mirror, this laser, phoom, right into the center of this giant mirror on the ceiling and the clouds within the mirror start to swirl and awaken and the whole mirror begins to glow a white hot uh, a white hot energy and Kodatar, a portal has opened up um on the ground or up in the mirror up in the, the mirror just making sure. You yeah. said white hot. I was like, I'm going to move because I think a moonbeam is about to hit me. Um, <laughs> well done, team. Great teamwork. David, that was genius. Uh, you are now on Team Magic. <laughs> Reginald. Welcome to the team. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. I I'm, I feel like I maybe just learned a cantrip. <laughs> you, you get him, buddy. You get him. <laughs> you know, actually, I've never seen you trip before. <laughs> I did like that one. <laughs> I did like that one. Hey, we can do it. Uh, so the, before we go into the portal, the pattern that the light made does that seem to have any, uh, like just the pattern of the light, does that seem to have any kind of noticeable? Um, relevance, whether it be arcana, religion, something like that, that I could just see if if it's just like, if it, if, if the the mirrors that worked and the pattern it made make a kind of sense, or if someone was just being like, I don't know, bounce to that one and to this one and to that one. <laughs> yeah, give me an arcana check. <laughs> uh, I will just tell myself I can do this, and I do in fact know magic, so I'll guide myself. Uh-oh, start with a 23 before guidance. So the problem is April. The problem was April the whole time. That's what, it, that's what, it, that's what it's been. She's doing all 20, good rolls. 24. This is my first good roll, so temper your excitement. You got you to gotta, you gotta double digits last time. I'm just saying. 24. Um, you get that this was intelligently designed. Um... And there is a lot of magic to it, but this 
the the path in which the laser is taking does not have any symbolism to it. Okay. Uh, should we go up? Start walking up the wall. Everyone's ready to walk into the unknown once again. I mean, anytime you walk into a door, it's the unknown. We at least have a general idea why we're going through this one. I think you know I mean? with, with a free intelligence check, you do know that the only way to have opened this portal was with the eye of a crystal dragon, and you know yeah. what that means. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, we, Kodatar, I'm in the same boat as you about, like, just jumping into the unknown. But the thing is, so much of what we do is unknown. I, I just, uh, there's a difference between somewhere that's just going to take us where we need to go and <laughs> following a designated path that we are going on. An Otherwise, instruction manual! I mean, it, it's just the way forward, I think. Let's go through the portal now. Everybody be careful. We don't know what's on the other side. Uh, team Magic, be prepared. And Team Brute Force, let's, um, let's be on our guard. That's uh, San Leon and, uh, yes, Coach Tar. And I, I will lead the way. <sighs> okay, Reginald, how are you, you going to get through the portal? Yeah. Lead the way, Reg. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm gonna go up to the third floor, and how far about how far above me is it? Sixty feet. I'm standing right next to the portal, with my arms folded, just watching yeah. the koi grin. <laughs> He's just standing there on the bottom, like, yeah, I'm on my way. <laughs> how did how did you get up there, by the way, Sandy? I got ripped. Butterfly, Reginald. If you're gonna lead, you really have to pay attention to what's going on around you. So how do we get in there? Very wise advice, my dear advisor. Um, I'm going to cast face step twice because it's 30 feet each okay. time and go sure. through it. Sure. All right. I'll take it. Uh, you guys all watch as Reginald foom, foom, and he disappears into the portal at his 60 feet. He's sucked into the portal. Well, that'll do it. And I just step into the yeah. portal. Like, step I in. sure hope that's an unlimited resource he's got there. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so... Kodatar, I know how we can get up, but it would involve. Yeah, Nira my is there with her book. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, with her broom. Broom. And it didn't blow up. I mean, do you want. Should up. we just. Should we just ferry people up? Yeah, I think. I, that's totally understandable. I'm not going to make it a whole thing for you to get yeah, into the Yeah, you don't portal. have to burn two, <laughs> two really important abilities yeah. to do it, but. <laughs> Such as, yeah, yeah somebody else has done it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Although I'm really who would do that so crazy? <laughs> Not the leader, right? Oh right. <laughs> leader would never do that. Never. I will confess, David has in fact done very similar ways of spells. Everyone has. Everyone has. <laughs> David says it out loud and then goes. Oh wait, <laughs> David. Yeah, David says that out loud and then looks over to his fire elemental and goes, "Yeah, right, right. yeah, <laughs> right, buddy." Right. Uh, All right, in we go. Yeah, in we go. No problem. All right. Um, <laughs> who is the last one through the portal? I think that'd be me because I'm like be... standing there on the ground and I'm just like, I was just gonna lift him, and then <laughs> everybody, <laughs> and then I just fly through. 
Silva, as you fly through this portal, it's almost like flying through gelatin as you come out the other side and you find yourselves in a very desaturated land, almost colorless. <sighs> and then it's not. Then it's bright as day, and there are saturated colors everywhere. This land breathes, and with every breath, it glitches and shifts from one realm into the other, like two liquids in a bowl that don't mix, just constantly churning. You see the shadow fell, you see the Feywild, you see the shadow fell. As clouds roll in and pass by, they cover the land in darkness and in desaturated colors. And then as they pass through, the color returns. The same landmarks, the same plants and structures, but it's like they're shifting between the two realms. Flowers that destroy, flowers that eat, are then turned into flowers that grow and flowers that are beautiful. It's like they are unable to settle. The two worlds are trying to exist at the exact same place, at the exact same time. You guys are now in Elevela. Okay, so this is actually like we've arrived and that's the way, it's not just the portal traversal, no. it's like that's have, like the land we're in. You have stepped through this portal or come out the other side and this is what you see. It is a world very magical. But that is what okay, you so it's not so it's not cool. It's very cool. Okay, got it. <laughs> That's awesome. And so it seems like everything is like flickering and like trying to figure out whether it's Shadowfell or Feywild. Yes. That's so great. The, so it's kind of like a multiverse incursion. Mm-hmm. Trying to exist on the same place. Okay. Exactly. All right, leader. What's next? Silver, what do you think's going on here? I mean, it's kind of, I don't know, my eyes hurt really bad. I'm going to get a migraine from this. Um, something's going on with this world. I must uh, admit, I'm kind of scared. Something about it. Just David will it. walk up to Silva don't and offer it. her some <laughs> ginger. <laughs> I, I offer you some ginger, and it's like, here, just, uh, Chew on this, chew on this a little bit. It'll help with the headache. Yeah, I mean, it's good. I also might clear my sinuses out. <laughs> You're Thank welcome you. for that, too. I appreciate it. Uh, so what's the next step? What's your dragon eyes say? Yes. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't usually talk to me. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, gra I grab it and I'll hold the book open. He just looks at you. You look at the book, and all you see is a scorch mark where the eye of the crystal dragon used to be. Oh, my book! I think it was just a key. I don't think it's a compass. So we're on our own. Kojita, what can you sense here? Um, question for Hope. Um, yes. Because sort of where my brain's going is how, like, sort of comparing this to the elsewhere, 
-hmm. like is that like like you know is there a venn diagram where these two things sort of like you know kind of coexist or is it off base what the elsewhere and elevale yeah like the, the just the experience of it like you know it's not it's not quite chaos right but like there's an no. aspect of, of 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 uniqueness and strangeness here there is an element of uniqueness and definitely a strangeness to this world but l unlike the elsewhere where things are chaotic there definitely feels like there's an order here. There is a structure it's to the land. Yeah. It's just, there's just this, two of them. There's just two lands on top of right. each other. And they're fighting for the same space. Are there any animals that I can sense nearby? Especially if they're small animals? Uh yeah, give me uh give me like a perception or uh a... oh, I'll take perception. No, no. Give me a survival check. Ah. Uh... <laughs> I had him in the first half. All right. Uh, you know, you know, I'm guiding myself now that I remembered I can do that. <laughs> it's a check. Sure. I'll roll some actual dice. Oh, good, good. All right. So 15 plus 2, 17, 18, 19, 20, 22. See, I was right. The whole oh, sorry. 23 because I got that survival uh, oh, yeah, that plus upgrade. One. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah there are tons of animals here there there are bugs there are animals there are birds there's it's beaming with life but the life They're is just switching so one, right, I'm going... one moment a bird that may be friendly suddenly turns into a vulture of some sorts and then or whatever it's just it's just you never can trust anything it's kind of the sense you're getting I'm going to talk to one of a smaller, a smaller animal. I'm going to find it and talk to it and just be like, uh, I think this will work. Hi. You step forward and find what looks to be like a, a jackrabbit type creature. You're not exactly sure. It has long fangs and very large back uh, feet for jumping and a long tail, but it's quite fluffy. Um, and you say, you said hi to hi. me. Um, and it understands me, because uh, no. Oh my god, it's Benicula. Okay, give me a d6 roll. Uh, one. <sighs> what do you want? I, I... I'll wait for your other one. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Next. That. Next. <laughs> I, I am very sorry for intruding on your beautiful land, but uh, we're visitors and we are trying to find something very important that was lost here a long time ago. And as soon as we find it, we will get out of your hair. I, we're not trying to <laughs> hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm back to hating it. Are you food? I need food. Uh, I I'm personally not food. I can get food. I can make food. Make food. What What would you like? Food. 
Yes. Um, I'll point at Reginald. That one's delicious. No. Uh, I. No, I will reach into my bag and pull out some, you know, just some of our traveling jerky. Okay. Um, uh, good choice. Yes. To answer Reginald's question, feelings-wise, senses-wise, just taking it all in. That's and kind of looks over at at David, and then like as he's like pointing to to Reginald. Why don't you see what that's about? David hears that and looks at Coach Tarn and goes, Come on, man. <laughs> hey, man. Um, this creature. Either. Okay, so sorry. What are you doing, Reginald? I'm just wondering. As you, come clo- as you get closer to it, I will put my hand out like this and just be like, Sorry about uh, that. And so I'm, I'm giving it the jerky. Uh, a good good choice on giving him some meat. Uh, he yeah, eats I, it. I could tell by them things. Yeah. Holy <laughs> uh, plant. He, he, he almost engulfs it. He just engulfs it and goes, ah, yes, good. More. There's more. Where, oh, there's more. But, and I'll give him a little piece more. I'll say, there's plenty more where that came from, but... We need some answers so that we can get out of your, out of your way and and, and leave your home peacefully. <laughs> and I will, uh, will hop to and we'll get out of your way. Uh, yes. Sorry, I had to do one for Sam, but I will leave plenty of this meat behind. If your if your information is helpful. What is it you look for? Um. Does does Reginald wear plate armor? I don't think so. I'll have to check that. Um, I got a chain shirt on. Jacob, does Kodatar have armor? Crystal, dragon instead of leather armor. Okay, but so that's that's good enough. I'll point over to. It's shiny. Yeah, see, you see his shiny. Uh, tor- body clothing. He doesn't know what armor is. This rabbit. I know, but just uh, delicious. Looks like meat. It's meat. Well, that's the thing is, what we're looking for, you would put over meat, uh, to to keep the meat inside, and it would be hard and metal and shiny. Um, shiny, shiny. It is shiny. Yeah. Are we just talking to Nero right now? Shiny. It was an illusion. It was Nero the whole time. Um, it it says uh, there's not very many shiny things here. No, not not very many. But this this one might be hard to find. And it thinks it like kind of like scratches behind its ear and kind of its nose twitches a little bit. You can tell that it's really thinking, and and I'll uh, give it a little bit more meat while it's thinking, little little thinking meat. You see the the gear start to turn a little better. <laughs> the thinking meat. <laughs> the thinking like, meat. I'll, I'll eat a little bit too. <laughs> Thing is, my memory's kind of fuzzy. Yeah, if yeah, only yeah. someone were to give me more. 
don't know. Maybe I've seen it. Maybe I can't see it. I don't know. I should never have admitted uh, I like the first uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, okay. that wasn't meant to be a pun. That was just... <laughs> I didn't even get that one. You did. I did. I hated it. <laughs> there's something shiny. One thing. One thing. There's a there's stone with with carvings on it. Yeah, carvings. Don't know what they are, but they they, they have like a yellow, like a yellow, shiny. Oh. Embedded. Does it look? Does it look like something that uh? A big meat would wear? No, small. Very small. It's small. Okay. Still interesting. Great. Um, Have you ever seen another animal that maybe got too close to that area and maybe get hurt? Oh. Spirits. Yes. Scary. Scary. Stay away. Stay away. Okay. Um. Could you show us where to go? You don't have to get too close. I don't want you to get close enough to be near a scary spirit. But if you could take us as far as you're comfortable going, uh, when you leave, I will give you more meat to take with you. You, uh... The... This creature, like, stands up on its the back of its legs, kind of sniffing the air, and then says, To the base of the cliff. To the base of the cliff. That's right. All right, y'all, let's go to the base of the cliff. My new friend's gonna walk with us for a little bit. And as we're walking, I was like, do you wanna, if you wanna hop on my shoulder and just kind of point at us, you can take a rest and I'll give you some of the meats. Roll me a d6. If you want. How, how much, what's the size difference, by the way, between David and this? Uh, uh, it's probably a third the size. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I got a one again. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, it's. <laughs> Uh, and it, I don't know if will, that's a yes or no. It, it'll if it's that big. Yeah. yeah, if it's that and big. It starts to hop away, and uh, it, it kind of doesn't care if you're following or not. It just starts to hop through the brush and kind of right, start into the forest. Picking up pace. Come on, guys. Follow. Uh, follow. Do you have a name? Something you like yeah, us to call you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm talking. Uh, uh, you don't even like, hear me. I'm going, I'm going like. <laughs> I mean, I, I have beast talk as well. You can talk with little animals. Mm-hmm. Of course you can. Are you we're gonna can't. Are you gonna cast it? Because I'm kind of count your oh, spells. I was. Yeah, I was mine's free. About it. No, mine's free, dude. Don't don't burn <laughs> this way. Uh, but as Kotar walks up to David, it's growled at you like twice. Did you insult it? Them. Um. You know how, like, if someone just came up to you and was like, hi, could I get some help? <laughs> I would try and help them. So, like, imagine if, like, Reginald came up to you and just says, like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. He's a he's a wild animal, but he's hungry, and I have food, so... His incentive... And we're... I'm trying to follow this rabbit, so you're jogging right. pace with me. And probably slowing um, down so that you're slowing down so you don't run past me. No, he doesn't at all. <laughs> he, he would just, he would not slow down. To, he would just talk at you like as he's continuing to move forward. 
<laughs> uh, then I'll just start Spider-Manning with my uh, thorn whips to go faster. <laughs> <laughs> That's even funnier, actually. Damn, like really making a break for it. Yeah. All right, you guys start to kind of follow after this creature who's, you know, at a pretty brisk pace, just hopping along through the brush. It is difficult terrain. Um, this is not your favorite terrain, Jacob, so, or a Cote It don't so. matter because I ignore it anyway. You do, but because it's not your favorite terrain, nobody else does. <laughs> yeah, it's not That's why I'm... Oh, really? I thought yeah. only it's the favorite shared? terrain. Mm -mm. Yep, as long as I'm here. Aww. And it goes for everything except... Tasha's cauldron of everything, baby. What yeah, is it I'll, that does it? Yeah, I'll verify it for you real quick. You just go? holding a big cauldron. Yep. Moving through non-magical difficult <laughs> terrain costs you no extra movement. You can also pass through. Da, da, da. Oh no, it's me. Sorry, it's just me. So yeah, fuck you guys. Bye. Um... <laughs> this is also probably pretty what magical. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't. I wouldn't leave y'all behind, obviously. But um, uh, and suddenly, as if the clouds parted, uh, the the everything sprouts to life and color returns to the land as you're traveling through this forest and suddenly everything's beautiful everything's green and pink and and smells so fresh like fresh laundry and and everything has a pleasantness to it for just a few moments and you notice that you don't see the creature that you were following for a second and i need david to make a perception check I do have a passive perception of 19, but I will roll. I'll take that. That's fine. You can take that. Oh, but my, my, wait, I'll roll. Wait, 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 wait. And I'll guide myself. Good roll. Yeah. Oh, that's too many. Okay, so. 29. Damn. Holy crap. So, as. What did I say? As the uh, creature had gone into the brush and everything changed. What came out of it was actually now a very cute creature with orange fur, very fluffy, and uh, the fangs are gone and has very big beady eyes, and it continues to jump and follow. But you know that this is the same creature. Friend, friend, I have more food if you'll stop for just a moment. <laughs> yes. Um, I have this a. Do you remember me? Yes. Do you yes, remember yes. me? And you remember you're helping me? Great. Yes. Fine to Now, shoot. with... Yeah, great. Food-wise, would you prefer some some vegetables? Vegetables! Or... Yeah? So I'll give a carrot to the... Perfect. To the rabbit. <laughs> Eats it up. Absolutely. We got a shiny... Can I ask you? Yeah, mm -hmm. but before we go, can I ask you? Do you notice... When the food you like is different? Oh, yeah. Yeah? That's normal for you? You you know when you switch? Oh, yeah. Oh, great. Okay. Thanks. We'll follow. <laughs> if you could slow down just a little bit, I don't jump as far as you. Oh, okay. But I'll try to keep pace. Okay. And okay. it turns and continues. And it, it really doesn't quite slow down it doesn't understand really that it's going that worth fast. a shot yeah <laughs> um you guys travel for uh what feels like maybe half an hour um i don't know how long your speak with animals lasts but it's just a thing that gnomes can okay. do yeah cool. you just you just talk with animals and you always understand them 
Little ones. Little ones. Little ones. So have you always been able ones. to do this? Shh. <laughs> I, yes, I have. It's a gnome thing, and I don't oh, look at it's that. it's a gnome thing. Okay. Kind of like how the fire... It's a gnome fire thing. You wouldn't thing. understand. Yeah. 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 It's just a gnome thing. Sure. You wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> you wouldn't get it. <laughs> it's just a gnome um, thing. It's not a big deal. <laughs> while, while we're walking, Kodotar is continuously scanning like the, the landscape over and over and over as we walk. I'm aiding with that. Give me perception checks, both of you. Or if uh, if you want Kodotar to roll and you can give your, uh, your bonus. What's yours? I have a plus 13, so... Uh, okay. I'll, I'll well, age you and give you my plus 9. No, you, it's uh, it's only plus... Uh, what is the... Your it's only your wisdom base modifier. Wisdom? wisdom. Yeah. So what Damn. is that? Plus 1. There you go. <laughs> In that so, case, I'll, I'll... I guess I'll separate roll. I'm not sure. Will be better? There. Well, Probably. It, it won't matter. Because uh, with your plus 1, it's a 28. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. He did say I 13. Think. I don't know if you heard that part. <laughs> I know. I, I just wanted to help. <laughs> yeah. Um, the clouds come back in and the wash of desaturation appears just as Kodatar, you're scanning the trees. And as your friends get further and further, well, you're kind of ahead. Um, uh, as the bunny creature gets further and further ahead and David trying to keep up, you notice something staring back at you. And actually, you see multiple things staring back at you. And they Every... face through the trees towards you. Roll for Everyone hold. Oh. <laughs> 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 this, this is them phasing towards you, just... Yeah, exactly! That's exactly what I'm saying! <laughs> um, Everyone hold! <laughs> I'll shout to our bunny friend. I'll be like... Get somewhere safe, but please don't leave us. We we are still following, but we have to deal with unwanted company. And you see this creature, like, see the shadows that are coming out of these the forest and just goes and runs off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, coming around here. Just going to make that bunny my whole, my whole purpose. You're tired. Yep, yep. <laughs> I, I, I get it. I would, too. All right, uh, starting with Reginald. Six. Okay. Uh, David. Nineteen. Woo! San Leon. Twenty-six. All right, Silva. Eighteen. Eighteen. Nice. Both of you guys. Good. Uh, Jacob. Sorry, it's just because your name is huh. Jacob. Jacob rolled uh, a four, and then Kotar. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's what Jacob rolled. Um, Kotar, however, rolled kind of not as good uh, as well. Thirteen. Thirteen. All right. Let me just pull this up. As these shadow creatures, they look almost, uh, almost humanoid in the sense, but they don't have, they're at, they don't have like the bottom half of like a human. They kind of just fade away into nothingness, and they have flowing cloaks. <clears throat> and there just seem to be swarms of them as they all start to surround you. And they have a plus. Oh, they have a negative two initiative. Golems! Golems led us into the swamps! <laughs> <laughs> 
six. Um, okay. And one more. One more. Okay. Wow, they did badly. Okay. Good, 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 good. All right, so uh, it looks like San Leon, you're up. That's good, yeah. All right. So yeah, when she asks you for your initiative, just say first from now on. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> what did you roll first? I rolled yeah. first. I, I, I rolled first. What did you roll? I won. <laughs> I won D and D. Jeez. Um, all right, so um, it's not a surprise round, is it? They haven't surprised us because you saw what no. was happening, so it's yep. fine. So, um, well, I'm asked. going to see these spirits. Um, how far are they from me? They're closing in uh, 20 feet. 20 feet, okay. And there's trees? There are trees everywhere. All righty. Um, I'm going to... Run, start running up one of the trees. Uh, and I'm going to ignite the sun blade. And I'm going to try and jump, like basically do a vault jump. So think of it as like a sideways jump from the tree. And just boom, launch off the tree uh, toward one of the spirits. All right. And then attack. I won't make you roll for it because it's real cool. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, yeah, we'll so add a dexterity up, um, check on that. As I'm running, um, you know, I start sort of like mantraing to myself, you're not going to get in the way of my goals. Um, as I rage and launch off the tree, um, going to roll for attack. I keep looking for my dice and realize I still haven't got them out. Which means what I'm weapon are you using? My sunblade. Okay, it's radiant damage? Yeah, why? That might be. Uh, it just feels like that might be uh, a good thing. <laughs> it might very well be. Oh, um, all right. Um, are there? Yes, because are they? No, yes, I'm going to attack. Good. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> are they? Wait, yes, good. All right, good, good. Um, so, twenty-five to hit. Hits. Let's go. Um, so cascade through. Um. I'm going to deal that much. And that's maximum. And then the sneak attack damage, which is... <laughs> really bad. That's okay, though. Um, the So the Sunblade itself did 15 points of Radiant Slashing with four sneak attack damage, because I rolled a 1, 1, and a 2. So is that on top of the 15, or...? <laughs> yes, it's 19 points of, of radiant okay. damage. Um, is I, the sneak sort of, attack radiant? When it's... It just adopts whatever damage. It uh, does? Okay, radiant. cool. Yeah. Uh, I need you to roll 3d6. Alrighty. 3d6. Roll. Okay, so that's a 1, a 3, <laughs> and a 5. Okay, uh, one, three, and a five. One, three, five, four, that's nine. Uh, you realize that when you slice into this thing with your radiant damage, it almost explodes against this shadow creature, and you realize that your radiant damage has done even more damage to it. And that, that's uh, nine more points. 20, uh, yep. 
and you notice that this thing just explodes and one of them is gone. Good job. As it explodes, and I guess I sort of la- I'm maybe land on another tree somewhere um, with my feet, so I just kind of like uh, brace the feet onto the tree. I just kind of go, out of my way! And you <laughs> hear it's... It, Sanion's a bit uncharacteristically angry. All right. <laughs> okay. Next. All right, All right, David, you're up. <laughs> David's second? I know, right? (laughs) Um, How many does it look like are following that we can see? You see four, right? Sorry, you see three now. All right. I will guiding bolt the one closest to me. I love it. Smart move. 19 to hit. Hits. That is 16 radiant damage. Radiant. 16. <laughs> radiant. Looking darling. radiant, darling. Radiant. <laughs> uh, okay. Roll me 3d6. Uh, that is a 152. So eight additional radiant damage. Eight. Uh, okay, so you hit this thing, and once again, your guiding bolt just explodes on this creature, and it uh, it hisses at you, but it is still there. Um, and then so, for my bonus action... Oh, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. For my bonus action... <laughs> <Whoa now. laughs> um... Um... I'll kind of just, like, wave my hands and, like, leave, like, a, a star pattern, um as it goes past and from my shoulders grows a uh, starry kind of limbo stuff Kotatar, a torso of Kotatar that comes up, opens its arms and is holding a bow. I love it. If anyone's played Darkstalkers, it's like <laughs> uh, the guy Donovan. How he has like the spirits that like come over. Shout out to the PlayStation 2. Is it Donovan? Yeah, I think it's uh, yeah. Okay. Anything else? Uh, I just look really cool doing all of that, and I'm done. <laughs> Pretty cool. All right, Silva, you're up. Right. Um, how many of these things are there? There's three left. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So I think I'm gonna do something new, and I'm gonna cast Eldritch Blast. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <you're> unique. <laughs> oh, wow. What does that do, Daddy? Whoa. <laughs> I just thought I'd, you know, get you all excited. You have a oh uh, give a spell card for that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Imagine if you cast a spell while April wasn't here. Oh my god! Uh, oh, do it, do it. <laughs> I would, I would be murdered. <laughs> uh, that's going to be an 18 and a 22 to hit. Both hit. That's a. Uh, oh, 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 oh. The, one the first one does bolted? seven points of force. The uh, are you going? I guess the one that's got it bolted. Yeah. Are you know. hitting one creature? One looks pretty damaged, uh, and then there's two more. You'll Sorry. get advantage. So, is the only reason. Oh, it's fine. I already hit, and I didn't say I was hitting it. So that's we'll fine. I I assumed that you'd be hitting one and then another person because you can hit, you can hit multiple targets with this Eldritch Blast, right? Yeah. Okay. So sorry. What was the first one? Oh, so the first one was uh, seven points of force damage, and okay. the second was eight points of force damage. 
Uh, to the first one, we'll add an additional four points of bludgeoning, because I can. Yeah. And awesome. that will be my turn. Uh, that bludgeoning attack, you realize that as you hit with the Elders Blood, it's like it was like trying to piece itself back together, but then that extra bludgeoning damage just shattered Ooh. the entire shadow. <gasps> and you got one Jesus. down. The other one definitely took that hit. And, uh... Two left. Suddenly... <gasps> the sky oh, okay. opens up and everything turns colorful and bright as this creature shifts now and not to a shadow but to a spirit. And it is coming after San Leon. <clears throat> Plus four. Does a 21 hit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're going to take eight points of radiant damage. And <clears throat> your, your strength score is reduced by two. Oh shit. You do not want that to hit zero. What's happening? Ooh. I think the same thing. I see, I see. Um, okay, just checking. I know what um, we're fighting. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I've been on the other side of these. They're fun. <laughs> um okay i'll leave it at that uh so the creature did yeah eight points and then decreased by two okay um and then kodatar you're up uh thought so <laughs> um second verse name is the first um uh we are going to um first things first uh, as usual Surrounded by that pink force magical energy using his planet war ability to up some of the damage if he hits. Um, assuming, um, because the one that's destroyed was that the one that was getting bolted and now that's dead, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so, so you've then got one that has one. just been hit once, yeah, and then, yeah, sure, let's do that then. Um, not good. Uh, that's a uh, for him anyway, 16 to hit, hits. Oh, nice one. Uh, so then that's going to be... Uh, so that first arrow is... Um, um, 17 points of force damage as it fires into it. And if it's still alive, I'll shoot it again. Sorry, what type of, po what type of damage was that? Force. Okay, perfect. Uh, 17. Yeah, it's still up. Okay. Uh, second attack, uh, 28 to hit. Hits. Um, 11 points of magical piercing damage. Uh, fires into it a second time. That second one goes straight through it, and this creature bursts into a radiant energy as it dies out. Two more come ca crawling out from the uh, from the ground, just kind of floating in, and they're gonna join the initiative. Is there anything else you want to do on Yay. your turn? Um, 
are any of them within the, the ones that 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 floated up into the into the battlefield how far away um are they from 15. me or any of my allies okay cool 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 um oh i'm gonna stay where i'm at then okay yeah action bonus action that's me all right uh that one's dead <laughs> reginald you're up i'm gonna run over to san leon can i having seen what hit him can i determine whether that was poison or disease that hit him you can do a uh what would this be a medicine you can do a medicine check or an arcana check i'm gonna let you decide okay uh well i have advantage on arcana so that's a 19. nice and what exactly were you wanting to know if it's poison or disease it's neither it's neither so San Leon, hang in there i've got you and i'll just kind of team up next to him and kind of protect him a little bit um i'm and... about probably roughly 10 or 15 feet up a tree well i'm at the bottom of the tree then okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. i'll protect you San Leon. and then um is there a shadow just there nearby Mm, that one got destroyed. There's uh, two more. There's one. They're both fifteen feet from you. Okay. Was the one uh, that I destroyed next to San, like like attacking San Leon earlier? Yes. Was that, was that? Okay. Cool. Just making sure. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. San would have like looked over and acknowledged you as you destroyed it. You just hear, uh, Ugh, bestie. <laughs> Even through the rage, Stan just kind of like cracks us. It's a, it's a hideous smile because he's raging, but he smiles. <laughs> Love it. Um, All right, Reginald. It's time to see whether I wax or wane. And he gets his bastard sword out and attacks the one that's got the least amount of damage. Okay. Um, um, and do, do you roll? 22. Hey. No, sorry. What are you waxing or waning? I think you have to roll on which one's wit. You get to roll a d6. Yeah. Uh, after I've hit, though. Is I it think, after you've hit? I think so, okay. yeah. Okay, that hits. So do your... Three. A three will be good. Um, I think it's. I think odds are necrotic and evens are radiant. You tell me, though. Yeah, it is. So it actually, it's necrotic damage. Yep, so That's good. probably good. That's, yep. This so is necrotic a... and... Oh, because oh it's... shit, what, what did yeah. I roll? This is tails, the other was heads. Um, uh, so eight... Um, yeah, so eight necrotic damage. Alright, give me three d6. Everyone gets sneak attack damage. Nine. <laughs> I did <Nine>. it. <laughs> All right, great. Uh, you, you, your sword goes just coming down on this this radiant spirit, and right as it's about to hit, your sword bursts into necrotic uh, with a necrotic blade and just slices right through this thing, and it cries out, uh, but it is still standing. Is there anything else you want to do on your turn? I think I'm gonna invoke my rune. Okay. Um, and it will take an extra 2d6 fire damage. Okay. So, 5 fire damage. And <laughs> Get invoked, idiot. And uh, DC 12 of strength saving throw, or it'll be restrained. Okay. Uh, it fails. 
All right. So start of each turn, it takes 2d6 fire damage. Although, I'll take that back. Uh, la, 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 la. Uh, it phases through whatever's restraining it. Okay, so it doesn't get restrained. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So it just takes the damage then. Okay. Um, I've still got a bonus action. I will invoke my storm rune and enter a prof- prophetic state for one minute. It's okay, right. everybody. I can see what's happening. I can protect you. Let's go. So what does that do again? Essentially, essentially for one minute, I am like can see the future. Um, okay. Do you have to invoke something when, like... So when me or another creature you can see within 60 feet makes an attack saving throw or ability check, I can cause the reaction. The reaction can cause the roll to have advantage or disadvantage. Okay. Okay. Anything else? That's it. All right. This one creature who has not been hit starts to roll in and it's going after Kodatar. Kodatar Wait, does before a... you say it, before you say that, because mm-hmm. I need to do it before it happens, subtract six from whatever you just rolled as a as a kind of starry stuff, uh, Silva blinks into existence and goes <laughs> in front of it. <laughs> uh, 17 then. 17 and I just hit. go, God damn it. <laughs> Code to star 17 17 misses okay yes nicely done that was gonna hit you bro yeah. no it wasn't no, no it wasn't. did not a 23 no nope, i would have cast shield <laughs> oh well save your spell slot i know <laughs> i might well i might have to use it in a second <laughs> it wouldn't have though <laughs> i mean <laughs> girl this other creature turns around and lashes out at David. I'm David far does, away. Does an 18 hit? It can still reach you. I, I'm like 30 feet from them. How dare. Uh, an 18? <laughs> yeah, 18. <laughs> I didn't do nothing to it. Yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> Wait, no. Yeah, that'll hit. Yeah. It'll hit. It'll yeah, hit, but it's also going to take four yeah, psychic damage. Yeah! Oh. And it's going to be pushed 10 feet away from David. Wait, what just uh, happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's part of the, the necklace that uh, David's wearing. Oh, sorry. So oh, yeah. Oh, it also takes four psychic and it gets pushed 10 feet away from David. Is that after or before it hits? Uh, When it hits. Okay. Mm, All right, so it's going to take four points of damage, she said, and then be pushed. Yes, so it kind of comes in and, like, brushes into almost, like, phasing through you to, like, attack you, and then it just kind of bounces right back, just kind of being thrust out of your body. Um, but it's going to do... Ooh, um, that's max damage. Four, 14 points of radiant damage, and you are... Ooh, your strength is reduced by four. Oh, boy. <sighs> That's uh, good. How do I? My soul just left I, my body. <laughs> by how much? Six or four? Four. Four. Ew. Yeah. You don't want that to go to zero, Damn. everybody. No. I'm not strong. No. I know. No. <laughs> I have seven that. in strength right now. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, San Leon, you're up. <sighs> Uh, seeing that one has just like dissipated in front of me because Kotatar dutifully and amazingly just absolutely eviscerated it, um, 
And seeing that one of them is currently attacking David, though, how far was that one knocked back? Ten feet. So it's closer to me ish? I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's on the way to me, and the other one's up close and personal. One of them is just below where Reginald is. Uh, I think that one moved to hit Kotatar. Kotatar. Oh, was there attack of opportunity? Nope. Not with these creatures, no. Ah, <laughs> mm, okay. Uh, in that case, I'm going to try and uh, launch off toward the one that is accosting David, specifically. All right. Okay. Leon, you were going to go to the right side. Go to the left side. You'll have a better opportunity. So you well, get you hear you, often. Then you get advantage. What? I've <laughs> <laughs> launched toward another one. To the left side. <laughs> left side. Advantage. Very well. Ability gets advantage. That's awesome. You get advantage. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, noticing, I did like you saw someone looking down at, of course, Reginald, dealing necrotic damage to it. Um, Sen makes a quick, um, uh, sort of, I guess, calculation in his head. Um, deignites the sunblade and draws the dagger, flips it in his hand, and goes for a ramming strike um, as okay. he's launched towards uh, the one that is accosting David. Um, let's see where where my where brain happened. Where hey hap hap brain brain hap brain brain brain. I feel like a fucking genius. You are. Does a nineteen hit? A 19 hits. Yay! Okay, I rolled an 8 on that one. Um, let's see. So that would be that one. Minimum damage on that. And then damage. Pretty good. So that would be, in total, um, 19 points of magical piercing damage. Yeah. Is it necrotic? Necrotic, right? Uh, the dagger is... Unless there's some curse we don't know about. All I know is that it's plus two uh, magical dagger. You said 19? Yep. I thought I remember oh, it being necrotic. I do, I do too, before Was I get to help mention oh. necrotic. Is it necrotic? Mm -hmm. It is a I necrotic so. blade, yeah. Yep. Oh, it's it's necrotic oh. damage. No, it's totally <laughs> necrotic damage. 3d6. <laughs> <laughs> is this your first time oh. using it? <laughs> no. I've, I've used it before. Have you used it before? On the spiders. Before? On the spiders. Yep, really? I said I flipped the I flipped the the dagger around and rammed oh, it. I thought you used your sword. No, we were just no, throwing the first strike, but because I was dual wielding, I used oh, as the bonus action. I used the dagger. Oh, that's right. That's to... right. Damn. Yep. Oh, okay. so the curse should have started Damn. then, not yeah, now. Yeah, curse should have started then. <laughs> <laughs> should have started then. Oh no. Uh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Wait, so, what do you mean? First. <laughs> what do you mean? We got a lot to do here, so let me think. Let's unpack it. First, give me the three d six. Um, so that's an additional 10 necrotic damage. So in total, that is 29 damage. Okay. Jesus um, Christ. As you do this and you, your blade strikes almost like as if it were a solid form as the necrotic damage kind of uh, creates a solid barrier with this spirit and it cries out and you almost see the spider webs of necrotic energy kind of vein into this creature. You see it also 
vein into your own arm and into your own veins a necrotic energy. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. <clears throat> okay, constitution. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Just one. Wait. So, not at disadvantage? St straight, straight roll. Straight roll. Straight. Thanks. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen so last I time. It has to be. Just need to double check my rage abilities. Okay. Constitution. Probably not great. Well, actually, I say that, and it's a natural 20 for 22. So. Oh, you're so lucky. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. You're so lucky. What curse? What curse? You're curse? So lucky. That is oh, so Daniel. So that is so Daniel. Curse. <laughs> yeah. um, what curse? <laughs> the, ne the necrotic energies, you feel it going into your veins. You're like, not today. And it kind of just begins to right back. That's where blood veins. goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I regard the dagger for a hot second. Um, mm -hmm. in, like, as this creature has probably, is it still there? Uh, yes, it's still there. Looking up, um, I just ignite the sword because I'm still dual wielding, um, almost like uh, Kylo Ren style in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm gonna go for a bonus. bonus okay. Attack. All right. Um, so that would be. What are you bonus attacking with? What are you bonusing? The sunblade. Okay. Yep. I'm not using the dagger again. Um, Why not? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Maybe because of veins. You know what? Never mind. Uh, so that's a, that's a, that's a twenty-two to hit. It hits. Nice. Okay. Um, we'll go with that one because it's one-handed. <laughs> Minimum again. Yay! Uh, eight damage. You realize as you go and strike this thing with your sword. The sword and the spear almost become one for a second, and you can feel this this drain coming from your sword as you pull back, and this creature starts to heal. Hmm. Good to know. Okay. Um, anything else? You first time you ever see it, you see San Leon in his red go, <sighs> like hiss at the creature <laughs> in anger. <laughs> you stole it from That's the it. hair. <laughs> I just I swore in vampire. Yeah, <laughs> Alright, anything else? Mm -mm. Oh, David, you're up. Oh, wait, no. I will step back because, um, yeah. just five feet because of rackish audacity. Okay. Uh, no David. Uh, is there... Okay, paint me a picture of what I'm looking at because I can't see it. Sure. What um, is everything? So you only have... There's only two left. Everyone here is kind of huddled within the forest. There are trees and brush everywhere you have uh i think both of them are still on on kotatar yep. uh san leon just went up to kotatar to fight on one and one just healed the other one is still there reginald i think reginald did you go towards it no it was on you and then it left yeah. so yeah. basically yep. san leon kotatar and two more are kind of in this huddle yeah soul's kind of nearby uh, as well is there like a tree branch Above, directly yeah, above one of them. Sure. <laughs> All right. Oh, almost got three. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what's going on. Uh, bonus action: my archer will shoot a radiant arrow at the uh, at the tree, hoping to drop it on top of one of the spirits. Okay. 
Because I'm not going to shoot a spirit with a radiant arrow. <laughs> I'm going to do this. I'm going to. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to give the tree an AC. Sure. All yeah. right. Go uh, ahead and roll. Hey, this may not work even a little bit, but it's better than healing it. Mm -hmm. And it's something I can maybe do. Uh, 16 to hit. Yep, it hits. The tree? Okay. Yeah, give me, and then give me I'll do, on the tree. I guess, 1d8 plus 5. Max damage. Uh, 13 <laughs> damage to the tree, to the yeah, branch. Absolutely, that branch comes off. Does it fall on the. Uh, let me do it. That's what I was trying to do. That's all, folks. Yeah, it does. It, it lands on one, but um, you notice as it looks up and sees this happening, phases right through. Oh, this is physical. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then do I have anything I can do that doesn't make it better? Um, I guess then I will run up and I will start just like moving my hand in a circle and just stars upon stars start like forming. And then I put my hand on it like that and I push forward and the stars just start like a, like a sparkler start spraying over Kotar uh, and the other two uh, creatures. Mm -hmm. And I will cast fairy fire. Oh shit! <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love to see it. Love it. Okay. For us. This is good for us. <laughs> uh, so which oh. one looks the hardiest? Uh, I mean they're both there. One of them, they both look pretty similarly hurt. The one that okay. just healed looks in worse damage than the one that didn't. Okay, the one that didn't. Uh, I need a deck save, unfortunately, also from Kotatar. Uh, deck 17, and one of them has subtract one from their I make it. As, as uh, Silva goes, So good. I love it. Uh, it failed. Both of them? Oh, they both have to do it? Sorry. Yeah, just one of them's minus uh, one. They both fail. Okay, so now some stuff. All techs get advantage on them. Okay. For a minute. And uh, they're outlined in kind of a violet light, and any mm -hmm. creature is outlined in dexterous duration. Uh, yeah, and it sheds like a dim light of 10 foot. Okay. Advantage right. against that, and then they can't benefit from being invisible if it could do that. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So you see these creatures that were now were once very transparent and sort of hard to see. Now they are completely outlined in light, and you guys can see them just fine. Uh, anything else, David? Uh, I will move farther away from them. Okay. A little bit. I will. I will move back some and uh, just basically say, press the advantage. <laughs> Silva, you're up. On the nose. Are these things right next to me or a distance away? Uh, they're, uh, I think you're, you are not in melee range, I'll say that. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we'll direct these both to one entity. The, they're 21 and 22 to hit. 
Hits, hits. The advantage? Uh, no. Yeah, you want to try for a... Try for a... Oh, yes. Yeah, get him, get him. No, it's still 21 and 22. It's okay. Okay. That's okay. But did you roll, you rolled advantage for both hits? Yeah. Because yeah. everything is advantage against these things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking to the list now. <laughs> um, okay, so the first hit is uh, 13 points of force plus four bludgeoning. The second is nine points of force. And you said they were both going towards the same creature? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that creature explodes and, and dissipates. Hey, okay, bye. 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 Yes. Uh, no. My reaction to that is, I just look at David and the 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 Silva, and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) why? Why? Then I'm just like, ah, jeez, me. It's the void. (laughs) It's not me. It's the void. But it also, I mean, it makes sense. Come on. (laughs) Code to tie you up. Okay. Cool. Great. Um, and there's only this one left in front of me, right? Yep, that's right. Um, uh, he'll speak to it for a second in Abyssal and just say, I don't know what you are. I don't know what you're made of. But what a mistake you've made. And, um, he will, uh, hmm. Um, considering, and then, like, it's probably when the... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then that didn't work. And that's like, hmm. Uh, And uh, he's, uh, once again, um, well, this time, since it's up close and personal, drop my bow, short swords, um, kind of clap them together when our war ability, that spectral uh, pink force energy, uh, and he'll sort of whirling dervish at it at advantage. Okay. uh, first one's a t- dirty 20 to hit. Okay, hits. Great. Um, and as he says that, um, there is something a bit odd happens. Uh, the, the, what's the, 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 in the immediacy, like the, is there flora around this creature? Totally. Totally. Um, roots begin to, uh, appear up and around it and like there's like this like almost like a target in like uh um uh in like in vines like mm-hmm. on it what would be its chest um as i'm going to use my uh, favorite uh foe ability to add a d6 to this damage nice um uh so that's <laughs> and then i rolled terrible that's really funny um so first attack is uh three eight points of of Matt, no, I forgot, eight plus D, I forgot. Oh, uh, 13 points of force damage. Okay. And then uh, second attack, also at advantage. Um, uh, uh, 24 to hit. Hits. And that's an additional uh, 11 points of damage. This creature explodes. With a cry. You are out of initiative. <laughs> Everything goes quiet. You are in the Feywild part of Elevale at this moment. Everything is beautiful. Everything is calm. 
uh, there's a light breeze and it smells nice and it's almost as if nothing had happened. You guys now stand uh, in this forest just beyond where the creature ran away, the hare. Um, you can see a break in the forest. There is light uh, in the distance. Oh, good, good work, team. Oh, did, did, uh, where, where did your friend go? Uh, I, I, I don't think he was going to help much, and I didn't want them to get hurt, so they, they scampered off. But I'm pretty sure, and I'll, you said, like, the, the place he was taking us is now, like, within eyeline, right? Uh, you can't see through the canopy, but you can see that the forest is coming to an end, and ahead of it, you do see rocks and things in the distance. Can I check for I... Tra- tracks? You want to check for tracks? Yeah, yeah. sure. I'll check. Uh, is that a, an ability you have, or? Um, I think it's just a regular survival check. Um, okay. Check. You can do it, but I because will... of all of the brush, if there's no like special ability, it'll be a disadvantage. Okay. I will guide you. I'll just double check. Okay, cool. So yeah, this will be interesting. Um, oh, still rolled pretty well. Um, and then D4, so that's 14, 17. Yeah, 26. Okay. Uh, you look towards the direction that the hare jumped off to, and you see, like, pockets in the brush where it, like, landed and hopped and then landed and hopped. Uh, just kind of, like, indentations of it crushing the plants in the brush. Uh, so you could follow that out. Yeah, he, he's kind of leaned down. Don't worry, I found them. And he'll kind of point down to the, the tracks. Follow me. Well, I would... The only question is, do you think that the rabbit would run towards where we're going or away from the danger? I'm going to find out. Okay, yeah. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I think we've only got one avenue open to us anyway. So lead on, Kotata. Good point, though, so we'll keep it in mind. Hey. Yes. Hey, are you, Silva, can you still fly? Yeah, yeah. I got a little bit left of me. Do you want to maybe go up and... I, I, I will relay what the rabbit said, since no one can understand rabbit besides for me, I guess, about mm-hmm. what the, the air, the location looks like. Do you want to fly up and see if you can spot something that looks like that? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll take off. A little spinny up in the air. 360 look around. <laughs> uh, as you break through this uh, canopy of beautiful green trees, uh, the, uh, the atmosphere changes once again. And now everything is once again desaturated. There are clouds in the sky. There's a, a rumble of thunder, and there's almost a petrichor smell in the air as if rain is about to come. And you uh, do your look around, and yes, in the distance of the way that, that Kotatar was pointing, you see a massive wall of rock. It's just a cliff, and you guys are at the base of it. When you come out of the forest, you're probably about... 120 feet away from the base of this cliff and there are rocks and it it undulates in, in jagged areas and you see that there's a giant canyon and you're at the base of it you're inside the canyon 
and the walls just go up and up and up and it looks like water has just carved out different paths of this canyon that just create like a maze like over you know centuries this or millennia the water that has carved this canyon out uh it's just a maze of stuff um yeah as i land i'll describe that to them and say it smells like bad weather uh big wall of rock up ahead smells like bad weather and you describe these sort of canyons yeah uh, like some water carved it out well maybe there's giant storms or some such that will flood the canyons yeah actually i mean that would make sense um all the more reason to make haste then indeed yeah i don't um i don't feel so great after that fight what Uh, do you mean true okay so i'm not like the strongest uh 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 but i i feel exhausted just after that battle in a way i i took a hit but i'm i'm tired i feel like drained does anyone else feel i do not too much yeah but well, you, you were hit with one as well, weren't you, David? Yeah, I think they may have taken, I don't know, four <laughs> strength we're from about random numbers. I mean, if I were to quantify what was done to me, I'd say by four. Like, I feel four yeah. tired. Four tired. Does that make any sense? To Yes, like on on a scale of say like you know one to sixteen, I feel like maybe they've taken about just two off there. It's off the top. Off the yeah, if it's you, all, off the top. If you had like a chart of like faces, <laughs> specific. That's like, you had, like twenty numbers. If you had twenty faces, like like I'd be the one that's like this. So <laughs> yeah, the how are you the doctor chart? Yeah. Uh, uh, can I do a medicine check on myself to see, like, yeah. what's up? I'll yeah. guide myself because that doesn't take strength. Another question I'll like guide myself. Lost some muscle mass. Uh, I so do we- have a pretty good medicine, but it doesn't beat a nat one. So, uh, yeah, you have no uh, idea what's happened. You're only one really way to find out. Right the back. Oh, that was I'll sit there. I'll sit there, and I'll grab it, and I'll say, "Hey, here's the thing. At my strongest, I'd still probably lose." I don't but know yeah, if that's actually muscle. correct. Uh, I have like a ten in strength, so I have a ten. In, uh, I guess I have eleven in strength because I subtracted four and I have seven. Uh, should we roll for it? What's up? Are we yeah, are wrestling. Let's, let's, does let's do a little does that work for you? Just for funsies. You want a little strength yeah. roll. Let's do a little strengthy roll. <laughs> uh, while you're doing that, uh, Sam, what's your passive perception? An eleven. Perception. Eleven. Mm. Oh, okay. My passive perception maybe. is. <laughs> it's just wisdom plus eight, right? Or is it? Yeah, you're definitely weaker. Ten plus your wisdom, if you're proficient. Plus your perception. Plus your proficiency. 
You, you definitely I'm put up more of a fight. So plus my perception. So nineteen. Sorry, um, I didn't just step on y'all's thing. I, I I was trying to be subtle. <laughs> Sorry about that. You're good. You're good. You're good. Keep going. We'll we'll do. I think we'll finish up what we're doing. Uh, no, yeah, I, I I spilled over. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. You. Ow. You've definitely put up more of a fight before. Um. So the, yeah, you're right. You you definitely are weaker. <laughs> I I guess you are permanently on the magic squad now. Finally, now I just gotta learn that's, spells. That's what yeah. I said earlier. He's on the magic squad. Yeah, this solidifies it. Oh, this solidifies I it. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. How about you, San? And we'll check to see what you two are doing over there. Um, all you gather, San, is hmm. Kotar. Like you, you sort of catch Kotar looking at you, and he's looking you in the eye, looking down at the dagger, looking at you in the eye, looking down at the dagger, and looking at you in the eye. That's it. For 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 like a, a good two seconds, you see San look at you like this. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, and it just like squids for a second. <laughs> Something going on over here. We're playing charades, apparently. Um. Well, I was trying to be. It doesn't matter. Your hand's shaking. Yes, I used the dagger and it affected me. Not immensely. It seemed to not have worked, but um, I'm still feeling the resounding effects of it. Sorry, I think it's cursed. That... Sorry, assumption from the beginning was seemingly an accurate one. Hmm. I want to try sure. something though. Oh. Well, next time, well, when I stab something with it, um, these black veins reel up my arm. What if I were to throw it at something instead? Do you really think <sighs> it's worth experimenting? Uh, probably not. It's just a thought. I love that book. Are you keeping that? I mean, if it's cursed, you should throw it away. Get rid of it. Well, I much prefer destroying it. But if it's cursed, if we just leave it any old place, anyone could pick it up. It didn't do anything to me until I used it, so I could simply put it in my pack rather than have it on my person. That's probably wise. Can I? Can I think? Can I put a suggestion towards you there, Sam? Why don't you go let, right ahead? Why don't you let Silva carry it for you in her pack? All right, I don't see why not. I take the scabbard that came with it. I assume to take it off the belt. Um, uh, I place the dagger in the sheath um, and wrap the two leather pieces around um, the cross guard of the dagger, so no one can take it out. Um, and then I just hand it over to Silva. Silva, give me a, uh, unlike an arcana check. Yes, I will do that. Um, let's see here. Scrolling in my little D&D Beyond character sheet. Uh, we don't get to say. <laughs> well, I, guess I was also, to... <laughs> I was also checking to see oh. if he'd be willing to give it up. Mm. As oh, curses often will. That's 100% what I thought. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Me too. I got a four. 
Mmm. Magic, magic team! <laughs> I'm the one that's cursed. It's been passed on to me! When you grab this blade, uh, or this this knife, you just feel a s just for a moment, you just feel a little sense of dread. Like there's something in the back of your head. Just something that doesn't feel right. But then it passes. Yeah. This is definitely cursed, and this is staying in this bag. <laughs> Do I see any expression change at Silver? Because I'm, like, right there handing it. Uh, as I hand it, when you touch the blade. Or touch the scabbard, should I say? Um, expression-wise. Uh, yeah, I mean, you see, you see her realize the moment that when she's putting it away, this is definitely cursed. Uh... You see that little look of dread before it's tucked away. Did that happen to me when it was handed to me? Way back when, when Kotata handed it over. I'll say this. If you were really thinking about it, and were paying attention to the fact that it might have been cursed, you might have felt it. Okay. But but I think because it was passed like during battle or right after battle, I think that mm -hmm. it was... Yeah, it was when we were hanging out on the plane, the airplane. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And like, Sans oh, also. Cursed, so there's yeah, like we're like, oh, I'm cursed. You're like yeah. tuned into it now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And Sans also so flippant that he, he felt something, he probably was just like, ah, shake it off. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt that's just... lots of different weird little tingles up my spine before. Fuck it. <laughs> um, I think maybe we should get to the entrance, but maybe yes. we should make camp before we go in to something that may be hard to get out of and maybe a good night's sleep will make you know yes um let's make us feel a bit better are let's, we in let's a make tent. sure we have high ground high and, ground would be good and nira can make the hut can we yeah, get, i got can it guys get... it's like right here <laughs> i already did it <laughs> Can we get to high ground easily? Whereabouts are we? Well, you're still in the forest. Still in the forest. <laughs> yeah, we gotta keep going, essentially, so. Yeah, I, I think mean, we should get closer to the entrance. Find yeah, an entrance. We'll, take, we'll follow the, the, the path with the, the okay. hair person. All right, there will you, be more um, of a spirit. Quite possibly. You guys walk out, uh, you, you march through the forest, following to the light, which now the light has dimmed, now that you're no longer in the the Feywild part of Elevale, as it has shifted once again. Uh, and you eventually break free of the forest line. And yes, these, the world opens up, basically, in front of you. And about 120 feet begins a large cliff, uh, and you are at the base of it. And... Uh, you just see rocks and structures that kind of build around, creating this giant wall. And uh, yeah, it's it's in front of you. There doesn't you can go left, you can go right, you can go forward. Um, what would you like to do? I figure we hug the hut up against the wall here, mm -hmm. and we face outward. Okay, uh, so you guys walk about 120 feet to get to the base 
Oh. Uh, before we do go there, though, I want to druid craft like a little uh, wicker kind of square and set it down on the forest floor. And I will put a little bit of jerky and a few carrots in there. Oh. Uh, and then we, <laughs> oh, and then we'll, yeah, whoever shows up, if they're ever going to be hungry. Aww. It's a bullet! <laughs> <laughs> Um, as you make your way towards this wall, the um, the rock formations start to close in on you as, as you're no longer in open ground. And you find yourselves kind of beginning to walk through this canyon. And you find a good spot that's kind of like cornered, uh, like where the rocks kind of meet. And you can place your, uh, you believe you can place your uh, hut safely there for the night. Or for the next eight hours, whether night or day, you don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, anything else you'd like to do before you hunker down for the next eight hours? We should set up some watches. Okay. Happy to go first. Hey. Right. Silva, uh, why don't you and I do a, a watch? Okay. Not first. Uh -huh. We'll sleep first. We'll do the last watch. Okay. I just, yes. Thank goodness. That's my favorite watch. Down. Okay. So, shall we do a watch together? Yes, we should. Well. All right. Kotatar and San. And then uh, Reginald by yourself, I guess. Oh, I guess well, Nira. Nira. Reginira. Nira will love that. And then we'll end the night with David and Silva. Okay. Best watch ever. And as you guys find yourselves getting comfortable in the hut which has you can see out of but no one can see in you start to see as the sky and the land begin to shift almost like waves on an ocean as they crash into each other it's almost calming once you've adjusted to it uh, and as the world around you continues to change you find peace in this moment and that is where we'll end for the night. Sure. Good job, everybody. Woo! Great job. Fantastic. Curses. Everyone did so well today. <laughs> um, everyone, thank you so much for watching with us live tonight. Everyone who watches on YouTube, everyone who listens to our podcast, we appreciate you thank so you, much. Thank you, everyone. Join okay, us again <laughs> next week. And we'll be back to figure out what's next. Let's go. Bye. 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 My friend, I see you've changed your face. My friend, what game you play today?